Welcome to Calming Heart, the sounds of David's Psalms. I'm glad you've joined us for this brief moment we share together. I will be playing some of the music that has been brought out of the Psalms. My name is Steve Reese. I play the harp. And over the last several years, I've been bringing the sounds of David's Psalms into recordings. You can find a lot of my music on my website, www.calmingharp.com. I have CDs available and MP3s. And you can go to YouTube. If you go to YouTube and then type in Peregrinati, P-E-R-E-G-R-I-N-N-A-T-T-I, you will find hours of beautiful harp music that you can just play in the background and be calmed with the music that David may have played for his sheep at one time or another. So as we share this half hour, join me and enjoy the sounds of David's harp. Well, good morning once again. Here we are in the 10th of February. And um, I know my grandson's probably not listening, but happy birthday, Dylan. <laughs> anyway, I didn't forget you. Um, so it's a beautiful day here in Florida. We're still here about one more week, and then we'll be heading to Mississippi for a couple weeks. And then we'll be on the road for a couple months. So um, hopefully we'll get to see some of you as we're out there. Anyway, um, today I'm going to, the piece of music I'm going to share with you today is a brand new one that I've just recorded a few days ago. I've been working with Psalm 4, and um, so I'm going to share that with you, and I'm going to read it um, as well. And uh, But one of the things that Psalm 4 is talking about is how good our Heavenly Father treats us. <laughs> and um, the and as I read it, you'll see how that's coming through. And this has been a very interesting um, day, um, week, actually, as we've um, gone through some pretty amazing news items this year, this week, and I'm not going to get real specific about it, but I think most of you, if you're paying attention, you can see that things are changing quite rapidly in the world around us. And um, I think that's important because if there's ever a time when we need to stop looking to the world for our solutions, to the leaders in the world for our solutions. I think now is that time. Our Heavenly Father has assured us that he has a plan 
his plan is in place. He has not lost control. And even though there are those in high places that think they've got things all worked out to their advantage for their power base, at the end of the day, our Heavenly Father is still in charge. Sometimes he even uses what they think to be their plans and their powers. He even uses them for what he wants to do, regardless of what they think is happening. And sometimes we have to use the capital R reality eyesight in order to appreciate it and see it and understand it. I know my my father quite frequently he says that we are in this struggle in the world today with the power of love from our Heavenly Father and those around the world trying to have the love of power and there's a huge difference between those two and so I just thought maybe today it would be good to point out that um, there's a lot of those in love with power that are making some pretty amazing news headlines around us in this especially this last week has been a kind of an, a I was reading a a um, news item and it said um, sometimes it takes uh, years to um, move a decade and then sometimes we can a decade can occur within a week and it seems like this last week we've had a decade of news occur around us and i i really believe i i've many times i've said because a lot of times people say well these final events you know this and this and this have to happen before so i think we've got a lot of time left you know and my thought has always been, you know, do you realize how fast things changed? Say, take 9-11, September 11, that, the great um, event of, those, of that very one day, airplanes crashing into buildings. And that very moment, things changed drastically. And things have not been the same since. And then the last three years, what we've gone through, things have changed drastically once again. And for all, for all of those observations, I would say to each one of you, things are changing very rapidly. The old Chinese proverb says, may you live in interesting times. Um, it can also be a curse because when things get interesting, sometimes it's not good. <laughs> and we are living in interesting times for good and for bad. And at the end of the day, I would say that as we look to our Heavenly Father and his hand of providence as it is displayed over the nations around us today, we are living in interesting times and exciting times. So I'm going to start this music of Psalm 4, and I will then um, read the Psalms, and uh, then we'll have some more comments.
chief musician on the Neginoth, which is a stringed instrument, a psalm of David. Hear me when I call, O God, of my righteousness. You have enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. O you sons of men, how long Will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love vanity and seek after leasing? Selah. And leasing is falsehood in more modern English. But know that Yahweh has set apart him that is godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call unto him. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed, and be still. Selah. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness, and put your trust in the Lord. There may be many that say, Who will show us any good? Yahweh, lift us up into, your, into the light of your countenance. Shine your face upon us. You have put gladness in my heart more than in the time that there is corn and wine that is increased in the harvest. 
I will both lay me down in peace, shalom, and sleep for that for you, O your Yahweh. Only you make me dwell in safety. And that is the truth of what David is relating here in this psalm. It's only our Heavenly Father that causes us to dwell in safety. You know, a lot of times safety is, a, <laughs> let me say, is a very relative term. Um, I've, sometimes I've said, one time I remember we were going to Israel in 2006, the Lebanon War was in process, and we were going over there for the Feast of Tabernacles. And it's actually when I got started really seriously on uh, finding out how to bring the music out of the Psalms. And people kept telling us, you can't go there now, there's war. You might, there might, you might get bombed, you might get shot, you might get what? And what was amazing to Shirley and I was that we had prayed about this very clearly. It was a word from the Lord that he had said, no, you go. And we always talk about having the green light. If we, if we have a green light from our Heavenly Father, then we go. And if we don't have a green light, then we don't go. Well, this time in 06, we had a green light. And no matter how many people tried to discourage us, we went anyway, because we knew that there was something that our Heavenly Father wanted us to go there for, to understand. And as I look back on it now, I think one of the really huge things in, in our lives, for Shirley and me, and me specifically, was this understanding of how to bring the music of the Psalms, um, to, to go to the Hebrew text of the Psalm, find the music, and then bring the compositions out into what I've shared with many of you for many years now since 2006. I really believe that was a pivotal moment, and I really believe if we hadn't gone, who knows what, how things would have turned out. And I've, I've told people, and even back, even back then, as people were trying to discourage us, one of the statements I used to make was, if your Heavenly Father sends you into the middle of a battlefield with bullets whizzing past your head, but He has sent you, then you are in the safest place you can be. That is actually safer than if you don't go when He said to go, and you're sitting on your rocking chair on your porch. And who knows, maybe you fall over backwards and break your neck, I don't know. But the, the key is, if you are in the middle of your Father's will, of your Heavenly Father's will, you're in the safest place you could be. And that's what David is saying right here. He said, I will lay me down in shalom, in peace, and I will sleep peacefully, because you, O Lord, you make me dwell in safety. That's an amazing statement. That's an amazing understanding. It's amazing application in our life that our Father is in is, as long as we are giving Him the reins of our life, the, the steering wheel of our life, we are letting Him lead us and guide us and and carry us on the way. That is the safest place we can be.
there's no other place I would rather be. And I, I have to be honest with you, there are times when I have difficulty discerning what his will is. And sometimes we have to really dig in to find out exactly what is his will. You know, it's interesting, we go to Yeshua in the garden just before he goes to the cross. And we're told that he was sweating drops of blood. He was, he was agonizing. He knew what was ahead of him. He, and he knew it because he came to accomplish that. In fact, in the garden when he was taken captive, he told Peter to put away his sword because he said, don't you know, this is exactly what I came for. So there was no surprises for him. There was no, um, I wonder what's going to happen. He knew what was going to happen. And it was for that very reason that he came. And as he was in the garden, just before he's taken captive, he's struggling with that. He knows that that's where he's headed. He knows that's what's going to happen. And he, he cries out to his Heavenly Father. Now, once again, I don't know how all this works. Somebody challenged me the other day on one of the other postings I made about um, how can Jesus be God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit all at one. Well, I don't know that. I can't tell you that. That's something my little brain can't comprehend. I do know that it records in Scripture that as Jesus came out of the water of his baptism, there was a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son. So the Father is speaking. And it says there's the Holy Spirit, the dove, hovering over him. So there's, so there's all three entities that are present at the same time. I don't know how that works. But here Jesus, Yeshua, is in the garden... And he's crying out to his father and he said, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. And then a great pause, a great draws in a deep breath. And then he says, but not my will, your will be done. And frankly, I, I think there are times in our life when we have to come to that point of realizing not my will, but your will be done. Realizing that even though it looks like a very dark trail in front of us, our Heavenly Father says, I've got this. You can sleep in peace. You don't have to worry about what's going to happen next. Everything is in place. My plans and purposes for you are going to work out. All you have to do is trust me. All you have to do is follow me. All you have to do is walk out the path I lay before you. And if we are, if we will commit to that path, then we have that shalom, that safety. That word safety in Hebrew is betach. Properly is a refuge um, it's, a, it's a fact of security a, and even a sense of feeling secure to be bold about what's happening to be to possibly even be careless to not worry about what the results are going to be to walk it out no matter what to be secure Those, that is the words that is being given to us there in that psalm and so David is reminding us, you know, I can imagine 
as he he's already been anointed king he knows he's going to be the king he knows that that is his destiny and yet he possibly is writing this psalm as he's sitting in a dark cave trying to avoid king saul's attempts to find him and kill him and yet at that very moment he's he is proclaiming that he is safe and i think even when he says that he can sleep peacefully <laughs> i think david is telling us that he is able to sleep peacefully he when he lays his head on the pillow even if it's in that cave he is at peace and he goes to sleep not worrying about what the next day's events are going to bring he is so certain that his heavenly father is going to take care of him that the plans and purposes his heavenly father have decreed for him to be king over all of Israel even though it doesn't look like it right now it's gonna happen because his heavenly father promised it to him he was told by the prophet Samuel that this is what's gonna happen and the oil was poured over his head to show that he was anointed to be the next king and yet here he is in this dark place being pursued by someone who wants to kill him and in the middle of all that he declares without any doubts that he is safe that he can sleep peacefully that he doesn't have to worry about the next thing to come that is an amazing set of circumstances and that is something that we can walk out in our lives today we may not have a Saul pursuing us to kill us but you know we do have <laughs> depending on who you read or what you read there are people who have a lust for power that are apparently trying to do us harm for their own advantage for their own purposes for their own power base and if we sit around all day and worry about whether they're going to succeed or not then we're giving as somebody said we're, we're letting them rent space in our head <laughs> and it's not going to do us any good but if like David we can see what's happening if we can read those news items and we can go like oh my goodness I know every morning I, I open up the news and I look and I go like oh my goodness I, you know I thought never this could never happen and yet here it is and who'd have thought but if we can look at all that and go okay that's what they're planning but we already know that their plans will come to naught many of the Psalms are called the deprecatory Psalms because they say what's going to happen to the enemies who think they're going to succeed who think they're going to destroy us but won't in fact one of Psalm 7 I think it is says they will fall into the pits that they have dug they will their foot will be caught in the trap in the snare that they have laid for us they in the end will be caught in their own plans so I just want to be an encouragement to y'all today do not let the news in the world succeed in making you fearful do not let them succeed in causing you to take your eyes off of Yeshua remember that song turn your eyes on Yeshua look full in his wonderful face 
and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Peace be upon you this week. Shalom and sleep well. So I hope you've enjoyed our time together. Stay tuned as I say, little pun. I have many more songs to share with you. I have more to share about how this all comes together. And I pray that you will share and help people, especially those you see stressed, especially in this times that we're going through. Bring people to this calming and this peace and this rest that this beautiful music of the Psalms of David brings to each of our lives. Thank you for listening. Hope to see you next week. Many, many blessings to you all today.